Okay, AK heads, the time has come, the moment you've been waiting for. We are back with season two of the Talking Lead AK Corner, presented by Century Arms, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! Yeah! And in the house, as you might expect, we have Century Arms. We've got Adam. How's it going? We've got Andrew. Howdy. Also known as Drew. Sometimes. I, I call you Drew all the time. Yeah. And uh, we're on location doing this one. We're at Royal Range USA in Nashville, Tennessee. And we've got our good buddy Art Kaysen with Royal Range USA. Glad to be here. Music City, USA. There you go. That too. One of the best towns in this country, I swear. It's party, amazing. It's, party. If you could die in any town, which town would it be? If I could die in it? Yeah. <laughs> it would probably be Nashville. Party. I'd rather live in it and then maybe die in it. But, yeah. <laughs> so... So we, uh, we're doing it up for our first episode of Season 2 here for the AK Corner. What we want to talk about is, is Century Arms to start off. A great company. They're bringing a lot of uh, the AK innovation, U.S.-made AKs, to America. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's get into it right away. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, <laughs> just well, let's just go ahead and talk about the Visca. I'm going to take your phone away from you. I mean, I think that's the the, the natural place to start right now. With um, so, if you haven't seen it, I, mean, I think most of you guys who listen to the AK Corner are probably already aware of the gun. Um, but the VSKA is our new U.S. manufactured AK rifle um, offered from Century Arms. We came out with it about a year ago now. It's been out for almost a, mm-hmm. a full year. Um, it's been doing fantastic. We're mm-hmm. getting tons of great feedback on the gun. Um, it's got that good classic look, wood furniture. It's got the flat finish, you know, more of the park style finish, and um, you know, the really, it's a really the classic AK, and uh, it's been doing very, beautiful, very well yeah, for us. beautiful wood furniture. It really pays, great. it pays homage to the to the classical AK, you know, the good lines, right. the good wood. It's, it is now what this it's was to be. this was your replacement for the the RAS forty seven, the RAS forty seven, right? You know, and and which had we, a, yeah, it had a good run. Yeah, it, it was what it was, and I'll tell you this. And one of the things I've learned from being in this industry for a while now, and having a lot of experience with the AK line, is you know the whole adage is you can't break the AK. Well, as hard as it is to break the AK, it's even harder to build the AK right the first time. And every company from an American manufacturer that started out trying to build an AK from scratch has had issues. And, and that's not an excuse. That's not, a, that's not an explanation. What that is is just the facts. And the, good, the sign of a good company and the sign of a good AK is those that keep going back to the drawing board and keep making it better. Improving. Exactly. Innovating. And that's what, you know, that's what Century Arms has done. That's what American culture is. That's what the American workforce is. We don't give up. We keep fighting and eventually we come out with the best damn thing in the world at whatever we're focusing on. And that's our goal as Century Arms is to have the best damn AK this world's ever seen. And that's a, that's a lofty task. I mean, it's It's high goals, high goals, but you know what, that's what we're going to do. And that's what we've started the process of doing with the Visca. And, I mean, Andrew was on the tear of about to tell all the amazing components that the Visca has now. Let him off the chain. Let him off the chain. So, so Andrew, Drew, whatever, what is a Visca? (laughs) So, um, obviously, you know, we've been making AKs for a long time, um, importing AKs for even longer. Yeah. Over 65 years, you know, Century Arms has been in the import business. So, we've seen every kind of AK variant type parts kit pieces that you can even imagine. Um, and taking all that information, building a gun, 
working on it, keep going. Um, we decided with the, uh, with the Visca, we um, actually started development of it with DOD for a specific contract, and then we just carried it over to our actual commercial line. But what we're using is um, on the front sight block in Trunion, we're actually machining them out of saw blocks of S7 tool steel. Um, the bolt carriers as well as also S7 tool steel. Um, you know, they make, you know, chisel points out of S7 tool steel. I'm a big oh, component. Very durable. Very durable. But, you know, the second component of that is having a proper heat treat. Yeah. Um, so we've been through a lot of different processes. Um, we've used different processes as a lot of other companies have. And we've we narrowed down onto the best process that we could come across for heat treat. Yeah. Um, the guns are just really, really durable. We've done some torture tests on the Visca, and some torture tests on the Visca in some seriously excessive rounds. I mean, we've got over six thousand through Left East, honestly. Um, I've got probably seventy-five to eight thousand out of mine right now. Yeah, um, I've sent it out a couple of times, so I don't know exactly how many times they were shot when it went out, but um, for you know demos and stuff. But it, it's definitely well over it's six thousand. Good and broke in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the durability is fantastic. Um, again, I, I love that we went back to the classic finish. That, mm-hmm. that classic parked finish that lo- looks with just really good. Also went with the darker nice wood. wood. Yeah, yeah, the darker wood just looks so much better. So just, you know, fit, just the appearance of it's better. But internally, it is better. It is stronger. Um, you know, the million-dollar man, you know, we can build him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're definitely uh, – we've definitely are been really, and these really are, happy. These are stamped. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Stamped yeah, for super guns. Stamped. Now, you guys go back to season one – and we got into stamped versus the milled and, mm-hmm. you know, talked about that. I think so, when I was on with CJ, we talked about that, didn't we? Well, we talked on a couple of different episodes yeah. in, in season one. And I, I kind of like to get everybody's take on, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, what they feel about a stamp, what they feel about a milled. And uh, I was pretty much getting the same, you know, from, from everybody. You know? Yeah. It was pretty con- consistent. Which we also manufacture a U.S. manufactured milled receiver gun, the C39 V2, which we've been making for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We still manufacture that gun. We still have fans that love the milled receiver guns. And, you know, both, you know, milled has advantages and disadvantages, as does stamped. So, yeah. Um, you guys are probably the the largest producer of AKs in the United States. Right? Hands down. Hands down. You know, you guys move the most. You got the biggest quantity. Um, you know, we talked about the Visca, talked about the, the C39 V2. Uh, what other lines of, of AKs do you guys carry? I mean, we're, we're, we import all the Romanian product. Well, into just, the US. just the ones that you're making in, in America. The, the manufacturer, that's the only two we manufacture in the, in the U.S. Are, are the Visca and then versions of the C39 V2 and okay. the U.S. Draco. All right, so talk about the versions that you have. You've got pistol. Yeah, you know. that's a long list. We don't have enough show for that. Oh, we got plenty yeah. of shows. But we've got. Okay, yeah. so we've got that we make. I mean, obviously, the VSKA. Then we have the U.S. Draco which is a full-size Draco pistol, but manufactured in the U.S. Yeah. Then we have that with um, braces. Mm-hmm. We have it without braces. All right, so you got options. We got it wood. Those. We got it Magpul. <laughs> we got it polymer stock. That's what we're saying. The list is very long. Sure. Then, I mean, you got to go through all the different you know, C30, add-ons yeah, and accessories. C39 V2s. We have pistol versions of that, rifle versions of that, walnut stock. We've got RH10s, which have the tactical um, gas block, which I know we, you, we did talk about that in your last yeah. last year on the AK Corner. We talked about the different gas systems and gas blocks. Mm-hmm. So they've got the uh, the tactical style gas block, and we've got that in C39 V2. we got it in pistols. Um, God, we just have a lot of options. Right. Now, then, then your imports. Yeah, the imports, imports, obviously, yeah, the Romanian product that we bring in um, from Kujir, um, which is the full Draco line, also the uh, Wazer 10, uh, the Wazer 10 RH10. Um, we also bring in the AES-10B, which is Romanian um, RPK, basically. Okay. 
Um, it's very popular, and we also bring in the and PSL. Talk about the RPK for our new listeners that are just, you know, th- this is an educational show. Okay, so yeah, absolutely. So, let's so not R- assume everybody knows everything. Yeah, so an RPK is a is a variant of an AK-47, but it's a long, heavy-barreled machine gun version. So as like a U.S. troop would carry a saw rifle, mm-hmm. um, some of our comblock, you know, p- folks, they carried RPKs. Right. So that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna come to the nice. difference between you know kind of just for our listeners who are exactly. more familiar with the American yeah. style. So that that's a heavy machine like a squad automatic rifle. But for that was a very complex, good analogy. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Marty. I like I appreciate that. It. You're very really really that nice to me. <laughs> that, was, that was a good. It was <laughs> even I could relate to that. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Are y'all going to hold hands the rest of the show? We might. Is this about AKs or y'all's man crushes? It, it, whatever we want it to be. Me and Marty, whatever it evolves Don't, don't be, be jealous that me and Marty are BFF. <laughs> now, Art, if you've got comments, you know, oh, chime I mean, in. Do you have comments about their BFFness? Well, I chime don't, in. I don't have any firsthand knowledge, thank goodness, about that. Uh, <laughs> but they do seem to, uh, you know, have uh, some things in common. We click. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, magic. There's magic there. I can see it. But you and I drink white claws together. That's true. That's they, they do. It's a different kind they, of. They, they, they actually right. do that. And um, moving back to AK. <laughs> um, so, um, so of course the uh, AS10B, then uh, the PSL rifle, which has been super, super exciting for us this year. Um, we imported surplus PSLs for years. They did great. I mean, the and talk about what the PSL them. is. So PSL is a long-range precision rifle. Um, a lot of people think they're Dragunovs or right. dragons from china they're actually a different style rifle they're more like a, a big ak yeah um, they have that look they do them. look yeah. very similar to that but um it was some of the other comboks romanians um a lot of the middle eastern folks use a more of a psl type rifle mm-hmm. not necessarily a dragon off um, but they've been gone for years and years there haven't been any on the market our folks overseas did a really really good job working with kujir and basically convinced them to dust off the tooling and make them again yeah so Start we started bringing again. in brand new manufactured PSLs um, the beginning of this year, and they've been doing really, really well for us. Yeah, they look great. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen They're them just on your cool. Website. They, they really are. Yeah. Just, it's just got that that cool sizzle look. They to do. Them. I want to take one deer hunting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they I do too. and 54R will knock a deer, a deer down. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. PSLs. So for some of the listeners who don't know, they don't shoot the standard 7.62 by 39 that your AK shoot. They shoot a much larger round called the 7.62 54R. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a rimmed round. Um, and a cool just little fact for all your AK Corner guys, it's yeah. actually the longest running military cartridge in history. Mm-hmm. They've been using that since before World War One, and is still currently used by militaries today all over the world. Um, nice. So it's pretty, pretty cool, and, interesting round. And for as big and kind of intimidating as the round looks in the PSL, all the adages, adages they've done to that PSL, it, minimal recoil at best. I mean, literally, you could almost rapid fire on that thing and stay on target it's such minimal recoil. Nice. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm looking forward to shooting that one. It's a really fun gun to yeah. shoot. It's going to yep. be fun. So we've done really, really well with that one this year. And then, um, of course, all the different variants when you get into the Romanian product. You know, we've got different mm-hmm. stocks. We've got, you know, the pistols with braces, pistols without braces, three different size Dracos, um, which are hugely popular. Um, we do really well with that. And then um, just kind of on the last one, the NAC-9X. Um, which we had a lot of fun with today. Um, Thanks to Royal Range, yeah, and their yeah. their little uh, yeah, modification they made to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so. one of our most um, one of our most popular platforms that we have in our rental section for our parties for our corporate team building. Right. Uh, it's been a fantastic uh, platform for us. Super uber dependable. Yeah. So what it is, it's a, it's an AK variant in nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, it uses uh, standard Glock nine millimeter mags. Um, so it's super easy to shoot. It's a powder puff, real easy to shoot. Will pretty much run any kind of ammo you put in it. Very accurate. 
and very, very minimal recoil. Um, it's honestly just a, everybody shot it that's here at the table today. It's a blast to shoot. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's one of those ones that you can feel confident, especially if somebody's the first time they're going to experience a full auto. I imagine that's why it's so popular. Oh, they, yeah, they love that. It, 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 you get the sensation of it. You get the thrill of it. You turn around with a grin on your face no matter how many times you shot it. But Easily controllable. Yeah, man. but you don't have to worry about somebody completely riding it into the ceiling and making <laughs> range snow, well, as we like to call it. Range snow is bad. Well, the 9mm uh, subgun uh, is really popular. Uh, when we're doing our uh, our parties and so forth. And, uh, of course, our go-to back in the day was the MP5. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got tons of those, and, and they're great guns. But the popularity uh, of the of the variant that we're using right now, that we, and, of course, the guys, we, we have a license, and we modify most of all of our things uh, for fully automatic, and we shoot the crap out of it. And that particular platform has probably got 30,000, 40,000, maybe more rounds on it. And... Uh, we don't have the opportunity to clean like you would think we should because usually uh, we may have to go five or six days and, and we'll have hundreds of shooters and then we'll get a chance to clean it. Hundreds of shooters at 20 to 30 rounds a shooter, if you think about it. Yeah. Well, it, sometimes they want to do four, five, six mags, so I'm, we're talking thousands of rounds. <laughs> and it, it functions because we, we've got to function. We're in business to make money with these things and they work and we love it. And when somebody shoots, you just look at their face. They're like, oh, my God, uh, the, the reaction they get because it's got that, that classic kind of sound of the bolt of the AK, but you're mm-hmm. shooting 9 mil, so it's manageable. They can do the recoil management right, and they have a successful time with it. And then, of course, when we take that, then we take it up to one of the modified AKs that are fully auto, kind of the next growth period, get them comfortable on the, uh, on the 9 millimeter, then take them up to the 7.62 by 39, and then it just their head explodes. Just yeah. absolutely explodes. And that's, and that, you know, I think that's really, we, we get so focused on the traditional torture tests that are dragging it behind a truck, you know, dunking it in the mud, doing, doing the mud, push-ups yeah. on it, you know, all these silly things. Dropping it. But let's be honest, the real ultimate torture test is can the thing keep running, yep. you know? And, and like you say, 40 to 50,000 rounds through a NAC 9X, to me, as the marketing guy for Century, to Andrew as the guy that's got to look another man in the face and sell him something that then he is hoping lasts. That's yeah. the best testament ever, that a gun has forty to 50,000 Where's rounds. the knack from? Romanian, because your manufactures it. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's Romanian. Romanian. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You know, so that's the biggest, that's one of the biggest testimonies I, I could ever think is, is really stands the weight of time is we've had this gun. We take care of it like we should take care of a gun, but sometimes, you know, it, it, it has to endure some toughness. Oh, yeah. And... It keeps going. I've got the record here. I've set three AKs on fire. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. Actually, actually, not just smoked, but set the four ends on fire. Wow. And they kept going and going. You know, they made me I hope put you them, got video of that. They made me put them out, oh, you yeah. know, but they kept going. And, and believe me, if it can be tore up, if it can be broken, we break it. doesn't matter if it's a Ma Deuce, an oh, M60, yeah. or whatever. We break them. And the AK platform... It's almost impossible for us to break by shooting. Yeah. We haven't really had any issues. Now, every once in a while, we'll blow a top cover off. We may fracture a bolt. But when I'm talking not only tens of thousands, but I'm talking hundreds of thousands of rounds because we're in the business of doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've seen the same thing overseas when I was over there with the, with the platform. And we used a lot of your products over there under contract. And that's going to be uh, our main topic of the show. We're going to get with Art. And he's got a lot of experience uh, training um, troops overseas uh, with the AK, so that's something that we're going to get into. Um, but 
back to the line. Yeah, and there's really I think Andrew's covered it really well. And there's one more gun that I'm going to mention, and I'm going to mention it very briefly because I think in time it can be its own show in itself. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. You know, about ten years ago, we released a line called the Wasser Three, and the Wasser Three was a AK chambered in five five six, and it took a proprietary magazine, it fed it. And needless to say, it was very well received, but it didn't have, just as uh, everything has their time and place, you know, it, was, it went well, but it didn't have it's such the a timing. Time, it didn't have such a time and place that we said, okay, this is something that has to stay in production. Yeah. So it faded away. Well, over the last couple of years, there's become a huge demand for an AK chambered in 5.56, just as there was a demand at a point for a five, an AR chambered in 7.62 okay. by 39. Right. You know, that's what it is. People are team AR, team AK. And that's why we've really embraced the whole team AK. We're, we are an AK manufacturer. We're not out there trying to make a bunch of ARs. We're not out there trying to do all these things that aren't what we're good at. We're going to stay in our wheelhouse, and we're going to be the best at it. So uh, we released some Instagram pictures of some very new-looking hmm. washer threes. Okay. And let's just say... And those are out now? The pictures? The pictures are online. Okay. Um, and they're, let's just say I've heard... That when I held them in my hands and shot them, they're very fun to shoot. Um, <laughs> okay. And we're working on when would be the It'd great be time, time to release. perhaps put those out to sell. Uh, maybe I think you in need 2020 to, would be a good time to do. Maybe that. you need to come back. Let me legally modify one, <laughs> and let's see if we can catch it. Hypothetically, fire. hypothetically, that sounds like a fantastic. Well, you know, I mean, you know, if we're talking <laughs> fantasies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? We're why in the not? business of making fantasies come true, Art. Yeah, we're changing lives That's today right. and every day. That's right. So, so guys, as you're listening to this, guys and gals, as you're listening to this, uh, you've probably got questions coming up. You know, Email those to us at talkinglead at gmail.com, talkinglead, AK Corner, put you know, AK Corner, something in the subject like that, and uh, we'll make sure that we get your questions answered. But this is going to be a great – Season two, we're going to do 12 episodes. This is our first episode. Uh, so we got a lot of good content coming your way. Uh, but just like I did last season, you guys have suggestions on guests, on topics and things like that that you want us to talk about, what you want to hear. Send those to us, talkinglet at gmail.com, and we'll do our best uh, to get that, get that covered. Uh, but we went over a whole lot in season one. You know, we covered a lot of territory in season one, and, you know, some of that stuff uh, we could dive into a little bit deeper this season and we're going to do that uh, i know one one of the big things that you guys wanted us to talk about were um suppressing ak-47s so that's going to be a topic that we're going to have on that's probably my phone first day first day doing a show yeah okay yeah. it's the the ambient noise you know. okay yeah. it, it adds to it um but we're going to talk about that we're going to get uh, some experts on uh, we got a couple people in mind andrew and i've been talking uh, we're going to have a good show on that, and uh, you know we'll, we'll probably delve into a little bit more of the history. We want to talk more com block guns too, not just AK forty sevens. And you guys have a great um, uh, surplus uh, department. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, we have an amazing surplus team that has team. Okay. amazing uh, finds all the time, cool stuff. And not only do we have an amazing surplus team, but what we always need to keep in, in mind when we're having these conversations is. The AK is so much more than just the gun. You know, it's what kind of ammo should you run? What kind of magazines should you run? And that's something that's... Furniture. I mean, people yeah, get the, the Century line, the, or the Century umbrella has had the opportunity over the last couple of years to really embrace that. And they have the Red Army Standard line. 
you know, so, of ammo. So yeah. we've got some amazing ammo out there, which has grown in terms of um, the cult following in terms of our Red Army ammo line and, and some of the other subsidiaries we're bringing in. We've got some really special things coming up with that that okay. are going to really make it uh, a lot more affordable to go shooting. So I, okay. I can tease with that. And then something else, um, by the time this airs, it's going to be public knowledge that U.S. Palm, the infamous U.S. Palm, is back it's bad, and you know we've already we've already dropped it. It's yeah. already out there. It's already out there. The episode before this one, we talked about it. We, we hinted we on it. it. And the great thing about U.S. Palm being back is it's not back and different. You know, we spent a year making sure that not only were we bringing it back and paying it the homage that it deserves, yeah. but that we didn't change something that wasn't broken. Yeah. And these are magazines. These the, are AK magazines that U.S. Palm's making, guys. AK magazines, AK grips. They got some furniture you know, as so well. Amazing. And it's literally been one of the most amazing grips that's been over and over supported yeah. by industry professionals. Now, and I can personally experts. attest to the, the U.S. Palm magazines. You know, in my short time uh, with the AK, you know, that was the whole point of me uh, starting this series was to learn more about the AKs personally. So I thought it'd be a great uh, journey to bring my listeners along with me. Uh, and I found that uh, so far that that U.S. Palm magazine is my favorite. And it, just across all platforms of, of AKs. Marty heisted those U.S. Palm magazines from me, by the way, just so everyone <laughs> knows. So everyone knows that, yeah, those were fully that's how heisted. I came, that's how I came across those, yeah. You know, you know, well, those are the best ones. Borrow steel, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mainly steel. Yeah, Mainly yeah, steel. Yeah. When it comes to Andrew, well, well, you had to for U.S. Paul Mags. No one's had them in years. You know, there's actually some online right now. We saw it the other day that somebody, uh, one of the online retailers, w- sent out an email. I guess they just didn't know. And this is probably a, less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. Sent an email. We're selling U.S. Paul Mags for ninety nine ninety nine a magazine, and the title was "Last One Last U.S. Paul Mags Ever." Ever. Yeah. And they sold out in two hours. Well, I mean, well, I so guess when you when you make a buying scare, that's what people do. You yeah. know, it's it's. Remember when the you know, when a regular P Mag and all these other things were ninety nine dollars. When a regular oh, yeah. AR magazine during the the craziness, yeah. And then seven months later, you were like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fell for it. Imagine the guy Again. that just bought those last four U.S. Paul Mags at ninety nine. What an idiot! Yeah. So yeah. so that's going to be something that we're really excited and, about. We'll and talk for those about. who you know. The U.S. Palm, it's it's the uh, waffle cone shape. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll it's go, got we'll that gonna, great waffle cone yeah. on it. That waffle, that waffle That's what cone happens pattern. when you had a couple cocktails the night before and you have to do an interview at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and when it's snowing in hilarious. the mountains of Idaho. Yeah, yeah, You accidentally call the waffle pattern the waffle cone. The waffle cone. Yeah, Adam did that. I did that. Yeah, I'm calling him out right here. Industry professional right here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's coming back now. You guys are bringing... The, uh, the U.S. Palm magazine and furniture. The U.S. Palm brand as a whole, and, and yeah. we're going to keep it with the same edge. Um, you know, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to work with a company that started grassroots and had an edge, and now from a bigger side, we're a larger business, mm-hmm. to be able to support it with all the good things that come with having a little bit more of a strength as an industry, you know, as, as a corporate partner. It's, you have that edge and, and the commitment to excellence that – you have when everybody's personally touching every product, right. but then you also have the backing to say, hey, this has a lifetime warranty. Hey, this has customer service support 24 hours. Hey, this has this, this, is in the marketing to truly grow the brand. That's what we're excited about bringing to it. Not changing the product, but just building an already proven brand. Yeah. And just one other thing I want to mention about it too, okay. just so people know, you know, I've been in the AK community for a long time and obviously have a lot of respect for US Palm. I've been running their mags since they were making them. 
And uh, not only we just we didn't just go out and buy a company and just take their design. We have the guys from U.S. Palm are on our team now. You got the crew. Yeah, I just you know just want to let you know, listeners understand that we didn't just go out and just buy somebody's patent. Yeah, like we we bought the company and we brought them with us. So we still have the original guys, um, you know, working with us on this project. So nice to keep it. You know, we're going to keep it the original thing, the original edge. You know, what they were doing um, when they were to, when they were in business. Yeah. Um, so that that's going to continue to go forward. So you got you guys are building the family under under the Century Arms brand. You've got uh, you know we get talked about the Canic, talked about uh, Red Army Standard, talked about U.S. Palm. Is is there another one we're missing here? Is that, is that all of them? No, that's, I think that's a fantastic for, coverage right now. For, for, right for, now. The, for what's relevant, obviously, Century also works with, you know, I mean, a number of partners across the world to do yeah. amazing things. And we have am- amazing partners that we team up with to bring more accessories. But yeah. our, our umbrella is definitely is Century Arms, Canic, Red Army Standard, and U.S. Yeah. Palm. And when we got into all that, I, I was talking about your surplus. You know, you're bringing in certain – we didn't really talk about what you're bringing in with that. I mean, you – it's not like something in particular. It's like you guys find a great deal somewhere on something, and then boom, you you never know. Talk what, about the Jericho. I mean, you <laughs> just never know what what our surplus guys. We have guys all over a the world. Boatload of, of Jerichos yeah. the other day. You know? I mean, we have guys all over the world that are looking for surplus all the time, and we bring in stuff um, from Smith and Wesson revolvers, Jericho pistols from um, you know Israel from. Ishapur Brit 303 drill rifles to, you know, <laughs> containers filled with eight millimeters. That was from a, a good cave story about those drill rifles. Yeah, you want to tell story. that story real quick? I, this is the I AK a, corner, Marty. But no, we're talking all. You know, we're doing com block and everything. You know, so this, this is in com block, but it's a uh, it's British 303s, um, Ishapur, so Indian manufactured British 303s. Um, we we purchased a company that was um, was going out of business in. One of the many things we found there was uh, a whole bunch of really, really, they're cool. I mean, they're super cool. Um, British 303 Ishapur, you know, um, well, I guess they're Mark Three, Mark Fours, yeah. Mark Fours, yeah. Um, and uh, But they're D-mill drill rifles, so they've got the cool paint on them. I mean, it just looks super yeah. legit. They've been made inoperable. Yeah, they've been made inoperable, but they're super legit, super cool. And just, I mean, we had a bunch of grenade launchers that go with them, spike yeah. bayonets, um, cool thing about the just side note, the, those grenade launchers with three or three blanks can shoot tennis balls out of them. They fit tennis balls perfectly. Okay, so they're still you know, they'll still work. I do, we do not say that you should do that. No, Century <laughs> Arms by no means. Um, You're not condoning that. Condones use. that use of that. Can yeah. we just have a pre-recorded disclaimer? You just plug in there every time. Every time, time Andrew talks, we need to. Yeah. yeah, we need to. Pretty much, but yes, but by no means do we do we encourage that or uh, say that that's possible. <laughs> but if you look on YouTube, there are. People but those doing will make it. like cool wall art kind of things, yeah. you know, cool exactly. gifts. Exactly. Yeah. So you never yeah. know what's going to happen. At, and at you Central never know Arms. what's going to happen coming forward. And right. and that's amazing. But you're going to hear it here on the Talking Lad AK Corner. We're yep. going to keep you guys posted, keep you in the know. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and so you can take advantage of, of things like it that. It is. When and when it's all in. driven. And it, But it's all driven. And we got to stay true to what we're at. And that's our wheelhouse. And it's all driven by the AK. And that's why we were so honored to be a part of your your broadcast. You know, we've been a big supporter of yours and the talking lead side and all the amazing lead heads that have shown us support over the years. So when there was an opportunity to be a part of AK Corner, it was a no-brainer. And that's why not only do we want to support you and be a part of it, but we want to support your listeners. And that's why, obviously, we're committed and we're going to give something away from one of our three amazing brands that are associated with AK and AK-related parts every single show all 12 episodes so stand by and so i mean that's what a great transition to talk about the ak and so anytime we have the chance to pick somebody's brain 
that has uh, an First amazing view. First-hand experience, yeah. especially Not only f- combat experience. With what, a, the what a time to be alive. Right. <laughs> you know, what a time to be alive. So, so Art, Art with Royal Range. Art, uh, you've been on the show before, and I don't think we've really gotten in, in deep on your background on, you know, where you come from. So why don't, why don't we educate our, our listeners on your expertise here, well, your it's history? A, it's a lot like Davy Crockett, you know, from the hills of Tennessee. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, uh, raised a country boy, uh, joined the Army fairly early, uh, was a grunt infantry guy during the Cold War, yeah. um, had the opportunity to learn about comblock weapons in. Used to be part of the curriculum at Fort Benning uh, that you would learn that. Uh, you'd get uh, you'd do some familiar with the uh, RPG, GP-25, AK. Learn the enemy's weapon. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, I remember the uh, one of the first things that happened to me down there when we were doing that, they had a, had a uh, guy dressed up as a Russian officer that came out, came out and started screaming at us. You know, and Did he do it in an accent? Well, yeah, pretty much it was great. But, you know, me being from, you know, right there on the Tennessee-Kentucky border, I didn't know. You know, I, I grew up watching uh, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> so you could fool me about an accent real quick. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did that for a while, uh, got out, got in law enforcement, retired out of uh, law enforcement uh, with emphasis on uh, uh, SWAT and canine. Then after that, I went overseas and did almost 10 years overseas doing contracting. And uh, so basically, you know, just selling my, uh, my talents for the, for the government. Right. And um, had the opportunity, you know, to engage the uh, AK platform again, the uh, comm block. And I was fortunate enough, um, my first two years uh, contracting, I um, was working for the State Department in an academy in Afghanistan in the Hindu Kush. And um, we taught the AK-47, we taught the GP-25, we, we taught the RPG. And uh, we would uh, basically have an eight to ten week uh, academy uh, for the Afghan Border Patrol, for the Afghan National Police. And we also uh, ran iterations for ANCOP which ANCOP is the Afghan National Civil Order Police. They're kind of version of uh, uh, FBI HRT. Mm-hmm. So we would train these guys up. We would issue them, um, you know, a, a certain billet. Uh, normally on a basic academy, we would issue up to 400 AKs per iteration, along with, you know, some bell-fed PKM, sometimes the uh, RPD. Um, we also trained them up. I certified them on the DISCA. So um, I've got a real good appreciation. Now, now tell us what a, a dish is. It's just a big anti-aircraft gun. It's really okay. cool. You you watch like was it Rambo three? You see uh, him having to deal with a dishka. <laughs> is uh, that the the big helicopter one? Well, that's the Hind D. Okay. But it, it's got a similar a similar type of a uh, weapon on that. Gotcha. So uh, like uh, so like when I made that comparison earlier, it would be their Maldives. Absolutely, absolutely, okay. their Maldives or fifty cal. And um, so you know, I did a couple years doing that. And then I went to uh, Iraq, and in Iraq I was involved with uh, what's called PSD, so, you know, personal security detail. Mm-hmm. And because I already had a background as an instructor, I was able to in- instruct what's called TCNs, which are third country nationals, that were providing force protection. Some of them were static, uh, meaning they were uh, uh, hobbits on the fob. <laughs> uh, and, and some of it was, you know, doing some outside-the-wire stuff. Um, or well, I think they called them fobbits back in the day. Fobbits. Yeah, fobbits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, I've been in and around the, uh, the Comblock uh, weapon systems, the AKs, uh, for a large part of my adult life. I have a great respect for them. Here at Royal Range, we have a nasty habit of taking anything and trying to convert it to fully automatic. <laughs> and then we want to tear it up. 
You've got a, almost it's a compulsion, I think. It's a sickness, but we, you know, we, we we're working with it. You know, we're thinking about you know doing Making a coin. Making the most of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going to issue a coin for however many days we're doing good on it and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, like a step program, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but we a huge respect for it. Uh, we carried a lot of the wassers. Uh, we had a lot of our friends from Africa uh, that would uh, be guarding the uh, defects or the chow halls and things like that. So uh, I was responsible for a couple of years of certifying those guys, uh, which was a challenge in itself. Of course, a lot of them are real familiar. And what goes into certifying when, you, when you're certifying? Oh, yeah, teach them the manual of arms, disassembly, uh, you know, the function, uh, do malfunctions drill, uh, and then get them to qual. Uh, do a qualification course with that. Um, so luckily, how do they usually do on those? Well, not like the memes you see on Facebook. You know, they, <laughs> you know, they're not they're not having the life uh, the life vest on and shooting them upside shooting down. Shooting upside down. Yeah. You know, uh, we did have some from Somalia that we had to break some of those habits from. But other than that, you know, it's working really well. Um, <laughs> but the uh, when I went back to Afghanistan, we were very very fortunate. We we ended up with a couple of uh, Afghani armorers. Um, and these guys have been making 40-, 50-year-old AKs work. And uh, they may have been working for the other side, I don't know, but it's the contract world. And, you know, basically these guys would get out there with their chai pot and, you know, heat that up and get a couple of rocks, and they would make these AKs run and you know, work. You hear the stories about them making AK parts out of, like, uh, rail, railroad ties and stuff like that. And it's ungodly how they're able to keep them running and, and how fantastic. We were doing a lot of ops out of, uh, out of armored trucks. And uh, we break armor. We, we wanted a, a, a truck gun that would work really good, a good short barrel truck gun. And at the time, we were running, you know, some 14-and-a-half-inch M4 base, which is fine. It's a great weapon. I, you know, I love the, uh, the AR, the M4. Um, but one of my buddies, um, he's an AK nut. So he went to these guys, and he said, hey, can you make me a 7-and-a-half-inch uh, AK truck gun fully automatic that will do what I need to do so I can hang a wolf hook off my uh, IBA and, and roll with it? And these guys did that, and uh, it, was, it was a really hot item. You know, you, you made sure that Caught like on. you put your order in. You know, you went yeah. up you went up to Gardez City in the Hindu Kush and said, Look, I want a seven and a half inch, you know, AK truck gun and I want it to run and I want it to be, you know, really a good hundred meter gun. And these guys could do that. And these were old old stuff. A lot of them it was AMD sixty five they were using as the platform and you know, chopping off that really ugly muzzle device on the end and taking yeah. care of that wire stock and throwing it away. <laughs> taking and, you know, care of it. <laughs> you know, and just making it work. So, um, and like I said earlier in the show, we run a lot of AK platforms here mm -hmm. in our uh, in our rental program. And when I say rental program, you can come in and rent off the street. Um, you know, if you're a visitor to Music City or you just want to try something new. But when I first came to work here, I had no idea that parties. You know, who knew bachelor parties? <laughs> parties. You know, with my background, come on. You know. What's the number one rule, guys? Party. Party. Yeah. And so these cats, you know, they fly in from all over the world. Na Nashville is the number one location. For bachelorette parties, Believe and me. I guarantee it'll quickly become the number one destination for bachelor parties. <laughs> yeah, now too. it already it's has. Weird how that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, already and, has. And so people, no matter where they're from, from the U.S., from our uh, friends in Canada who can't shoot these things or own these things, or especially from Europe and Asia, you know, they come in by the droves. And you know, the AK is one of the go-to. Uh, That's the, the one they want to shoot, huh? Well, yeah, because everybody knows the AK. It's one of the most well-known. The silhouette of the of the AK is known everywhere in the world. You know, you see the silhouette, you know, oh, it's AK. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've got almost the same recognition, of course, with the, with the AR, because like you said, you know, you, the AR world, AK world, you know, it's a never-ending question. It's 45 9 millimeter, right? That's a question going on forever. Ford or your Chevy, you know. But, uh, 
<laughs> the AK is fantastic. We love it. And if you can get a GP25, I'd love to get some chalk rounds and yeah, see no what doubt. we can do with that one on, in a party situation. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. <laughs> party situation. I'll be partying here a lot if you get one of those. We find you one of those. There you go. Now, now in your time overseas and doing this training, um, what's what's tell us a story, um, a funny story. What, what What's the first thing that comes to your mind? What's, what stands out? Well, I remember uh, – the, the first year I was in Afghanistan, we were, uh, we were at uh, Fab Gardez, and Fab Gardez is on the opposite side of Gardez City where Fab Thunder, Fab Lightning, and uh, basically where Bergdahl walked off. Uh, I was on the opposite side of that city, and uh, I didn't know it snowed like it snowed there. You know, me from Tennessee, you know, we shut down, and we go buy milk, bread, and eggs. Beer. You know? Yeah, beer, yeah, uh, when it just starts to snow a little bit. And so I had to run a range the very next day uh, for, some, uh, for some Afghanis and uh, United States military personnel. I had no idea. It was 20 degrees below zero. 20 below zero. That's cold, guys, especially yeah, from Tennessee. Really I'm cold. out. I'm you out. Know, and we had about four foot of snow. And luckily, our crew had went out there with the snow plows and cleared our, uh, our range. So we had enough lanes to shoot. Actually, I got this picture on, uh, on Facebook. On, okay. On my Facebook. And... Uh, the M9 was failing on us, which, you know, is the Beretta, uh, because of the cold. We had a lot of problems with the, uh, with the AR, the M4, uh, the AK, no issue. And uh, one, of the, one of the old hands there, what he had done, he, he had actually poured diesel oh, shit. On, on the AK, <laughs> and he took a lighter, and he lit it, and it kind of flamed up a little bit, and he kind of padded it out, and we were good to go. It gets all, that, gets all the grease running. <laughs> and it worked, yeah. and it worked. Yeah, it's exactly it what he does. It gets the grease running, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, oh, my God, what's he doing? Because, you know, like I said, I was familiar with it, mm-hmm. but I was an Afghani familiar right. until then. Then you pour the diesel on it. So that was, a good, that was a good little tip trick. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a proud to be an American, but I was like, gum, the AK is running no matter what. And uh, so then, you know, that, that speaks a lot for itself. Yeah. You know, you, you can't beat the things. That's pretty cool. I'd like to have seen that. Now, have you done that here at the range? You pulled poured diesel in there? And no, no, we, we've got lubricants. In, <laughs> I mean, at one of the you know bachelor parties well, or something like we, that. We, they it? like to keep it above twenty below here in the range. Yeah, we try to. You know, we try to keep it a crisp seventy degrees <laughs> nice in the range. Seventy you know, year you know, round. Nice seventy year round, no matter what the weather is outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, again, with your your years of experience with the the AK, what's what's the most common malfunction that you've that you've run across? Uh, magazines and ammo. It's really not the platform itself. I mean, anything that's made man-made at some point in time is going to have a malfunction. You yeah. know, I don't want people to believe that the AK never breaks. Uh, but the majority of the malfunctions that I've seen with it the are going to be mag-related and then, of course, ammunition. You know, yeah. And those magazines are going to wear out long before yeah. you know, any of the Well, the, uh, the you know, you get the ammo the from, uh, from some of the stands, Termekistan, Kurdistan, that's been you know, in a cave forever and a day, and you've got some, uh, you know, issues with the primer because it wasn't sealed. Yeah. And then you're going to have your malfunctions and so forth. Yeah, the ammo no. or something else. And, you know, for, the, for what it is and what you're trying to accomplish on the battlefield or, or on the security field, yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the tight tolerances, but that's the magic of the AK-47. Mm-hmm. It's going to run no matter what you do to it, no matter if you're from a third-world country and you do not have – you know, cable TV or a nice cell phone, it's going to run. And uh, the ease of uh, the manual of arms of actually teaching it is uh, is really super. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's why they chose to stay with it. 
um, when we switched over to some of the uh, the Afghan uh, national police and started giving them our old A2s or old uh, M16 A2s, it was a cluster. It was an absolute cluster because they were ha they had to have issues. Of course, now just about everything we gave them, it was a cluster, mm -hmm. whether it was Humvees or what have you. Um, but it wouldn't run as well because it it would require a little bit more attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was a cultural thing over there also. Yeah. You know, they were familiar with the AK. And um, field stripping it for some of them was non-existent. Right. You know, it's just like, you know, uh, James Jager was talking earlier about well, the, so many the other weapons them. we were talking about. You can run and run and run and run. Yeah. Well, there's so many of them, if they had a problem, they just chuck it and then get another one, you know. Yeah, but the the thing that, I, that I've seen, especially in Afghanistan, is the way they like to personalize it. If you ever watch the old, uh, the old uh, cowboy and Indian movies back in the day, uh -huh. when, uh, when the Apache or the Comanche would sit there and they'd put the, the little brass studs or the silver on it. Uh, most, some of the Afghanis, especially the uh, Pashtun in the northern part, they would love to uh, make sure that they're silver. So they take all the finish off, every bit of the finish off, and make it silver. Make and then it they shiny. Would, well, yeah. Jingle it up. <laughs> That's what we used to call the trucks over and all that is jingle trucks. And so you jingle the So they AK like up. to put a little bling on their, their AK out there, huh? It's primitive magpoles type stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, we were actually talking earlier. There's a company here in the States that's gotten pretty popular for uh, golding out AKs, you know, okay. making them, blinging them out. And, you know, people either love it or hate it. I, you know, some of the AK traditionalists may crucify me for this, but I think it just looks cool. I don't know if I yeah. take it into battle, but uh, hang it on a wall. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty daggum cool to look at a, a bling. That's AK. probably a good sign that theirs don't get taken out much. Is you know, with all that bling, they it's more decoration than anything else. But so, um, so I have a question. So okay. from from yeah. a from a personal experience and the way you know you talked about that, the, the generally the issues are with the magazine or the ammo. Tell me, though, from a component standpoint, tell me, you know, I, I've watched, like you said, it's controlled chaos in an AK. Mm -hmm. It really is. If you ever watch it in slow-mo, if you get the opportunity as the listeners, check it out. It, it looks completely different if you see the slow-mo and internal of an AK being fired when, when that explosion happens. Mm -hmm. It literally looks like every time it goes off, that gun should come flying apart. It, 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 it's, it, I mean, the metal expands. Things are bouncing around. I'm it's kind of like a bumblebee. It's yeah, not it supposed really, to fly, yeah, but it, it does. Yeah, exactly. But so tell me, what about the AK makes it work? Why does that control chaos work? What are the internal components that really matter the most in your opinion? Because everybody talks about, is it the trunnion? Is it, should it be forged? Should it be cast? Should it be this? Should it be that? In your opinion, from actually real-world experience, what matters the most? Just loading it up and shooting it because really it's – I think when you get into the nuanced things like uh, trying to say, you know, whether it's going to be uh, the milled or it's going to be the stamped, that's kind of aesthetics is really what it is. If we really want to be truthful, um, it's going to work. And uh, so I don't think you can really just tear it down to just one one component that makes it. The beauty of it is the design and the loose tolerances that make it go. That's a great answer. I, you know, like you, we were talking about, the people, they're making parts that are running consistently that you were going and contracting them over there out of railroad ties and whatever metal they could find and stuff like that. It was a well, fact. well, I mean, look at it like this. What makes a Corvette an, an, an iconic U.S. sports car? What year? Is there one better than the other? Not really. It's a Corvette, and it's what it is. An AK is an AK, no matter the derivative. It's the operating system. It's the principle of it. It's the foundation. So we begin with the foundation of it, and there's going to be a little changes. 
little modification, but it's still that foundation. Well said. I got a, I got a question for it too. Okay. So all, all the guns you shot, all the machine guns, all, all the years. Now, I know there's no way that you haven't seen some terminal failures, mm-hmm. some like really explosive, crazy stuff that's happened after. I mean, and we're talking, you know, guns that are getting shot 40, 50, mm-hmm. 60, 70,000 times. We're not talking about out of the box. Tell me some, tell me like one crazy terminal failure you've seen. Uh, one of the worst ones we've had recently, we blew in Ma Deuce up. <laughs> you know, we actually, That's expensive. We that actually, sounds cheap, yeah. We actually blew the receiver right off one of the, the side plates plumb off. And uh, it was because of wear and tear, you know. Yeah. Now, we have blown them off because uh, we actually blew one up that uh, it wasn't headspace properly. Yeah. You know, one of our grunts told the other grunt, hey, it's good to go. So one was an 0311, which was a Marine infantry, and the other one was a uh, 11 Bravo. Hey, do you headspace? Yeah, I headspace. It. And you, boom. Uh, but, you know, we've had a few things like that. Uh, on, the, on the AK side, you know, we got several crinks out there. Um, I've blown the uh, the muzzle devices off of those things, but it keeps running. Oh, yeah. You know, and and it's really wild when that happened on an indoor range when the uh, when the muzzle device on a crank blows off because the flame just increases. It's just it's fantastic, is what it is. I have a challenge for you. I've seen it online before. I just think it's amazing. I want to see. I want a video of you eventually. The next time you catch an AK on fire, you have to keep a cigar on standby and light see, it. I want to see you light the cigar. With the AK flame, would that um, not be a you know that that's a Clint Eastwood moment right there? I, Absolutely. I, I saw yeah. somebody light a cigarette one time. I seen a video where he he oh, you got a cigar, point. yeah, yeah, but the cigar, and then you hand it to like the bachelor at the bachelor party. Yeah, that's a sign. Like that guy is not allowed to get divorced because he's never allowed to have another bachelor party because there will never be a badass that. of a you moment. Could, you couldn't yeah. top that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. that would be. Hey, awesome. we'll, we'll try that. I'll, I'll send you some extra wood furniture. Don't you worry. I'll send, you, right the, I'll send you the cigar. <laughs> All right then, we, we'll do it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Royal Range USA, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Art, again, I got one more question, and then we'll we'll move on. We'll move on a little bit. I got, I got some uh, things I want to read here, and then uh, we want to give away some stuff on the the talking about AK corner, you know. So um you've you've got experience with ARs, you got experience with AKs, you got experience with a lot of different weapons and firearms. That's how I got my job here. Yeah. If uh you know the shit hit the fan, which one are you choosing? What are you going with? The first one any, I can any firearm. The first one I can grab, either an AK yeah. or an AR. And I've got my myself I own several of all of them. And I wouldn't feel ill my wife um, my wife's German, and her favorite long gun, and she's got like four of these things, is an AK. And I'm telling you, that says a lot. She's digging uh, it. If you know Germans <laughs> and how they are, and uh, she likes the other platforms, but the AK is her go-to. She loves it, huh? When she comes in here and I've got a new comblock type weapon, uh, out comes the credit card. <laughs> you know, out comes the credit card. So she got a nice little collection of AKs that we're, oh, yeah. is that we're trying absolutely, to say? Absolutely, absolutely. She keeps a count of a round count. I think the other day she told me she said that she's getting low. She only has like 15,000 rounds yeah. of 7.62 by 39. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I love the AK. I own the AK. We, we teach the AK here. You know, we run classes with the AK. We encourage it. I wish we could see more. We, uh, we do an urban rifle series here. And, uh, you know, it's basically any kind of rifle you want to carry, even if you want to carry a PCC, uh, you know, a pistol caliber carbine. Yeah. And we see AKs, you know, but we don't see AKs in the numbers. And I wish there's something we could do about that. 
Well, that's uh, what we're trying to correct here on the Talking Lead AK Corner. You know, it's, yeah. it's bringing awareness to the, to the rifle, you know, to the AK, to the, the AK variants. And well, I think for Tennessee, especially with our distances uh, that we have around here, you know, the AK and the 7.62 by 39, and especially uh, what he's talking about on the 5.56, because, you know, I'm excited about that because we're getting one of those. We're going to convert it, and we're going to just see what the rate of fire is on it. And I think it'll probably be phenomenal, oh, yeah. absolute phenomenal. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, very good. All right, so I want to read this email real quick here. Yeah, please. Um, and I got it my phone up here. So this was sent a couple of months ago. Uh, it's from a listener called Shane. I'm not going to read his last name. And he says, hello, I just recently found your podcast, and I'm loving it. I first listened to the AK Corner Part 12, and now I'm going back and catching up on all the rest of the episodes that I have missed said, I heard some information that confused me, and I hope you can clarify it for me. On the first episode, the guy from Pioneer Arms said they purchased the uh, Radom Circle 11 factory uh, patents and blueprints. He also said that they were the only one who sells to civilians from uh, Rodham. It's Rodham, Poland. The other factory is for the military. Therefore, I was just wondering if they also own the F. Uh, B. Rodham that sells through Atlantic Firearms and Arms of America. I thought they were two totally different companies, uh, and F.B. Rodham was using the Circle 11 logo. Any information would be greatly appreciated. Just trying to learn as much as I can uh, about the wonderful AK. Thanks for the great episode so far. Can't wait to get caught up and hear more. So, uh, as he found out and went and listened to more, we answered that question through <laughs> through our other episodes yeah. uh, there. So, uh, and, and then he he writes back said, "Thanks, I already got the because I just told him said go back and listen to the the previous uh, episodes and you'll you'll get your answer because uh, I wanted him to listen. You know, I didn't want to give him the answer right then. He said I already got all the episodes listened to and uh, probably jumped the gun on the questions because I did get uh, it did get cleared up after listening to the rest of the parts." Can't wait for next season. Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Season two, uh, we're kicking it off with this episode. Uh, but thanks for finding us, Shane. Make sure you tell all your friends uh, to listen to the show, not just the AK Corner, but our regular show as well. We, uh, we talk about all kinds of cool stuff. But this show is just dedicated to the AK uh, variants. Uh, and like I said, we're going to get into more com block stuff uh, this season as well. So something you want us to talk about, talking about gmail.com. Uh, we are at Royal Range today, and what brought us here was uh, we were having a special event with Canic with their release of the TP9 Elite SC, the, the new subcompact 9mm. Uh, and uh, we invited, it was really just set up for media, uh, but we decided that it would be a good thing just to invite everybody, the public, and you know, just have a good time with it. And Royal Range has done a great job in accommodating us and setting this up, uh, letting us record the shows here today. Uh, and then we had some uh, some lead heads that stuck around uh, and are listening to the show, and they're they're watching us right here in the audience out there. So so <laughs> yell out and let them, let the audience know that you're really here. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thank you guys for coming out and supporting us, supporting the show, supporting Sit Your Arms, supporting Canic. Uh, but thank you guys for coming out. Appreciate it. And thank you, Art. You've been awesome. Oh, um, I enjoyed it. Every time we, I come to Royal Range, I get treated great. These these folks here are awesome. If you guys are ever in Nashville, you're in Music City, you want to have a killer time, be treated nice, 
um, have a whole bunch of cool stuff to check out. Um, they also have an incredible retail store if you're looking for any type of firearm. This is a great place to come. They've got great guys behind the counter. They've got great guy, folks on the range. Um, I can't talk say enough nice things about Royal Range, and we really appreciate your hospitality today, Art. Oh, we appreciate everybody being here. We love doing things like this. And, you know, when you said Officer Farva, I have a need for a liter of soda. <laughs> Do you not? A liter of cola. A liter, a liter of, of cola. Yeah, cola. No. It, it Eric is. loves cola. And, and to show our appreciation for you guys coming out today. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to do is I want to make sure that these guys actually know how special they are. So we actually have some Red Army stand or ammo that we're going to send home with these guys for paying attention and uh, not, not getting too angry and annoyed with Marty and Andrew. <laughs> and so we want to hook them up with some ammo. And if we're going to hook up with the guys that stop by, it's not fair that the listeners – that are out there say, well, what about us? Yeah, so yeah. I think what we want to do, yeah. if it's okay with you, is the very first, the very first giveaway. Yeah. It's got to be for somebody that loves AKs. And you know, Art just said so well, it all comes down to the ammo, the magazines and ammo. Yeah, yeah. So I think the very Good first prize we got to do, the very first prize we do, is some of our amazing Red Army standard ammo. So the winner of the Let's first, do it. The winner of the first contest will receive 500 rounds of Red Army standard ammo. Okay. Are you okay with that? I, I think that's awesome. So make sure when right. you do get it that it's not 450 rounds because and you, we, it's got to be legal in your state to get. It's got to be legal in your state, and but Marty also, as we've established earlier in the show, will steal things. So <laughs> make sure that Lefty didn't take your ammo, and it's again 500 rounds of Red Army standard ammo. So again, guys, thank you so much. So for, next episode, we're going to get actually. This is what we're giving away for the first giveaway, but uh, we're going to give two away. That way we get caught up. And we're right, not behind. right, right. So next episode, uh, we'll be giving two things. We're not going to give away actually anything this episode, uh, but we'll be giving two of you leadheads uh, a giveaway next episode. And, and be one the, of them is going to be the 500 round. This will be the prize for this episode, right, yep. exactly. Very cool. All right, so another big thanks to Occam Defense. Occam Defense is uh, one of our supporting sponsors of the AK Corner as well. This episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner Season 2 is brought to you in part by Occam Defense. The guys at Occam love the AK, but didn't love burning their hands, getting cut by their pre-sharpened gun, or the lack of options for accessories. After spending a few years in the lab, they've recently released the ODS-1775, which brings the best of the AR family to the Kalashnikov's reliability. It's still an AK under the hood. AK mags, forged Polish AK parts, but with American aerospace manufacturing practices and ingenuity. Check them out at OccamDefense.com or on Instagram at OccamDefenseSolutions. Uh, your good buddy Brian Keeney over there at Occam Defense with the 1775. Uh, those are out now he's starting to crank those out. He had a little slower start than what he uh, originally had wanted, but the 1775s uh, are out. And if you got on the list to get those and uh, took advantage of the discount as a leadhead, uh, if you haven't gotten it yet, it's going to be coming soon. Mine, mine should be here soon as well. So once I get it, I'll be doing some shooting with it and the videos, and you guys will see that. And, and Brian's going to be on the show, and we're going to talk about all the cool things that Occam Defense is doing as well. The, uh, the cleaning kit that I got real avid um, has come out with uh, some new AK cleaning kits and tools, and we're going to have them on. They're going to be talking about that. Uh, I've got those. I'm going to be breaking them out, doing some pictures and, and things like that with those as well. Uh, but all kinds of awesome, awesome companies coming uh, over the next 12 episodes of the Talking Lead 
AK Corner Season 2 presented by Century Arms. Any parting words, guys? No, just honored to be a part of it. Honored to continue to uh, support Americans and their Second Amendment rights. Uh, honored to have been able to host this event at Royal Range. What about you, Drew? Thanks for having me, Marty. Love being on the show. Glad that uh, Century Arms got to partner up with you on the AK Corner this season. I'm super excited. I think we're going to have some great episodes and some good fun. I'm honestly looking forward to getting on the show with some other AK nuts as well. I really enjoyed doing the uh, show last year. We got into some really cool, interesting conversations, and I hope, uh, you know, just want to bring, you know, bring more information out there. You guys are going to be, you guys are going to be on every episode with me. Oh, yes. Yes, that's part of it. We're going to make it work, yeah. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that was a thing. Adam Adam and Drew, or Adam or Drew, one or the other, uh, always going to be co-hosting with me. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, it's going to happen. Let's see if Art will be my proxy. We'd like to do more here. At, uh, we would Royal love Ranch. for you to do more here, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you guys for coming out. And whether you shop at Royal Range or wherever, get into the AK lifestyle. Check out Century Arms. It is a great product. You can't beat it. And let's also go ahead and put a pop out for Canik because it's one of the best platforms out there. Quality, fit, finish, and price. You can't beat it. Yeah, it's hard. Definitely hard to beat. Well, thank you. Thanks, Art. Yeah. Well, guys, until uh, next month. Once a month, you know, uh, just any questions, any comments, again, talking lead, gmail.com, AK Corner, and uh, we'll, we'll take care of you. Like yeah, any, any questions on, on RAKs, on the Century Line, please feel free to email them. But also, if you just want to find out some instant gratification and get some answers, you can go to centuryarms.com. Check us out. We've got all of our products listed as well as some information, some factual information about it. And you can, of course, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those social media platforms. It's just Century Arms on Instagram, right? Yep. It's Century Arms. And then it's uh, on Facebook, it's Century Arms, uh, Canic USA. And obviously, if we're plugging it, Red Army Standard, Red U.S. Standard, Palm, U.S. Palm, and CenturyArms.com, U.S. Palm.com, Red Army Standard.com. And again, if you guys want to have a chance at these prizes, you got to be engaging on us uh, with us on social media. You got to be sending the emails to me with your suggestions, your comments, your questions. Uh, so it's all about participation, and that's how we go about picking our winners. So uh, until was this uh, October? So next month, November. 15th. We're going to start dropping them on the 15th hereafter every month. Absolutely. Very good. Guys, thanks again. Appreciate it. Appreciate everything that you're doing for uh, the show and for our leadheads. It's our honor. We uh, will talk to you guys next month. Outtakes, outtakes, outtakes. David Martin, Putin farting. David Martin, Putin If you could remember not to breathe into the microphone the entire time, that'd be great. So bad. I was just trying to turn you on, Adam. Nailed it. Whistling booger. <laughs> I did have a whistler the other day. It was brutal. You did. It was killing me. But I can't hear it because I've lost all my high-pitched hearing. I can't hear anything that's high-pitched, so I couldn't hear it at all. I had no idea I was sitting there just like, like, Andrew, go blow your nose. And I got all the A's here with me today. Adam, Andrew, and Art. Triple yeah. A. Triple A, baby. Hey, do you know what the rate of fire is on that NAC-9? I'm are. guessing it's going about 800 rounds per minute. Yeah, I believe that's right, yeah. uh, between 8 and 850. Yeah, depends on if you use 115 or 124 or 147, it'll change the speed, you know, somewhere between 0 and 50 rounds per mm-hmm. minute. So um, you notice it shot a lot faster with that 124 than it was with the 115? 
Okay, lead heads. No. <laughs> do what? What? It was hard for me to be quiet for five seconds. Oh, you fucker. <coughs> Deuces. Okay, Stay locked and loaded, your head on a swivel.